Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You've all seen Making a Murderer. If you haven't, it's a documentary about how a woman's death made so much Money for Netflix. (laughs) And then the podcasts, there's Serial, My Favorite Murder, Missing and Murdered, Up and Vanished, True Crime Brewery, True Crime All the Time, What the Crime, Crime Town, Crime Junkie, Cold Case, Killer Instincts, To Live and Die in L.A., Someone Knows Something. These are just a couple. This American Death doesn't exist yet, but that's going to be my retirement plan. (laughs) Because True Crime makes so much money. Uh, It's a great business model. For one, you don't have to pay residuals. It's <laughs> <laughs> like not funny. True crime is one of the biggest things out there, and I think it's safe to say that thanks to all the true crime podcasts and documentaries out there, every single person we meet every day, we're like, are they trying to kill me? <laughs> yeah. Or am I trying to kill them? Somebody's trying to kill somebody right now. That's all I know. And a list is going viral of the hilarious life lessons that we've learned by watching true crime. It's perfect. It's October now. It's time for Halloween. Yeah. So spooky season. Go over the list. Um, also educational. Yes, very <laughs> educational. According to the list of top life lessons we've learned from true crime documentaries, avoid being cremated at all costs. What? How do you, why did we learn that? There's always so many dramas about like someone who's cremated but not really and then other things happen to their bodies and the oh. weird stuff. Yeah. One Wait. person said that if their death was in any way mysterious, then they should be buried this way. Should suspicions arise, their body can be exhumed and tested, and the person murdered can be brought, who murdered them can be brought oh, that's to justice. Because right, oh. it also destroys evidence. Yeah. Actually, this is really messed up, but I'm going to say it anyways. Uh-uh. Another on to that point, they say like if you ever get attacked, to really scratch them and somehow figure out oh, how to get yeah. your DNA on them, because even later, then they can catch them, even if you're gone, which is sad. Oh my gosh, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But she can, just knocked on plastic. <laughs> yeah. How can you affect being cremated if you're? And I apologize, but if you're dead, you're dead. Like, you can't affect that. Well, you can, in your will, you can say, Nina, or Nina, Victoria, how you can, you know, what what happens to you. Oh, I've always wanted to be yeah. cremated, so maybe I'm rethinking that now. Yeah. Based on this. Oh. I've always wanted to be cremated and put inside of a Mr. Potato Head. 
Oh, oh my God, wait. And I have that? that written down, actually. I, I believe I, that. Yeah. Well, because yeah. whoever gets my ashes, I want them to be able to change my expression daily so I can still, you know, have good days, <laughs> bad days. You know? <laughs> I can have a mustache one day. I can have glasses one day, you know. <laughs> you can do a partial fun. cremation. Be like, hey, take... Take the arms. Yeah. You know, okay, or whatever. Save the rest just in case I need it for evidence yeah. in case yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. murdered me. What? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's so funny and weird. <laughs> <laughs> We're going over a list of the top things that we have learned from true crime documentaries. Call us up, 888-343-1061. Text in 41061. What's something that you've learned from a true crime documentary? Hello, Caitlin. Hi. Hi, how are you? Um, good. How are you? Good. What have you learned from a true crime documentary? Okay, so I met this guy on a dating app and we, you know, he seemed like nice, normal. And so we went on a date um, and it was it was a nice date. Like we went for dinner and drinks. Um, and then after we went back to my place um, to, you know, hang out, um, maybe like pop open a bottle of wine. Um, and we put on like a true crime doc um, just for fun, like in the background. It was something about like financial fraud. Um, okay. And Those are good. so we were, yeah. you know, just like cuddling in bed. It's a nice first um, date option, not like too, you know, murdery, just yeah. more. Uh, yeah. Festy. Yeah. A little bit less intense. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he got kind of weird after a while. Um, and like, you know, like went to the bathroom for like a little longer than was like a normal amount. And then like kind of just like got up and left very abruptly, which was really weird. Um, and so once he left, I just kept watching and one of the people in the documentary was literally, it was literally him. Are you serious? (laughs) Serious. He like just gotten out for like fraud (laughs) (laughs) and and I like found him on the dating app. And, and so, and so my lesson is to always Google people before you go. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good lesson you learned, Caitlin. Wow. Thank you. You went on a date with celebrity, with a celebrity kind of, you didn't even know it. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe he even let you start to watch that documentary. (laughs) No way. Right? Seriously. He's like, um, uh, yeah, I got. I, I, you know what? I got to work in the morning. <laughs> also, I got to cough or something. I got to go. Oh, call us up. 888-343-1061. So Text in 41061. What have you learned? What's a life lesson that you learned from True Crime documentary? Another thing from the list that's going viral is be worth more alive than you are dead. Oh. It says when it comes to life insurance, <laughs> crime TV watchers say they aren't leaving a nickel behind. Their policy is enough to cover the bare minimum costs needed to lay them to rest. Nothing more, nothing less. Yeah, I don't even have that. They're really so focusing on like a After. different part of the the <laughs> lessons. You know, like I'm thinking more like when I watch these true crime things, the lessons are more about like how not to be killed. Yeah, how not to be in that situation, not what to do if you're in that situation. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I don't. This makes no sense. This, this, this is all. Hey, we're all going to be murdered in a true crime, <laughs> right. and we're going to be the star of a true crime doc at some point. So let's just make sure that things are taken care of. After. After. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Like, you know what? You know what does? I don't know if you ever feel this way too. Like when you watch them, you notice, especially for like the dudes, like the Ted Bundys and like the serial mm-hmm. killers, they stalk their people. Like, and even if they're really like charming, they'll pursue a person really hard because they get obsessed with them. So toxic. But anytime somebody pursues me, I get scared because I feel oh, like I they're trying to kill me. You oh, know what? I was at Home Damn. Depot over the weekend and you have to overthink everything in life now. There was this woman, she had a bike and she was trying to get a plant and she was struggling. And I was on the same aisle and I was like, 
can I help you? Do you need some help? And she was like, no, I'm fine. I got this. And then I walked away and I was like, I wonder if she thought I was trying to take one to her. I was really just trying to help. You guys have a lot of stuff to worry about, too. Yeah, because I was literally trying to be nice. There's been a couple occasions like that where I saw someone else struggling to get into the door. And I kind of jogged over because I was like, hey, do you need help with the door? Because they were trying to carry a box and stuff in. And they're like, no, I'm fine. I got it. (laughs) And I'm walking away. I'm like, she definitely doesn't have that. (laughs) Also, she does not want my help because Ted Bundy. I always feel bad when guys try to offer to help me because I always say no because I'm scared. Yeah, Yeah, I know. He's trying to just be nice, but I think he's going to kill me. Yeah, that's exactly the vibe that I got. And I walked away. I was like, I'm not trying to kill him. I wish they knew that, but I guess I just got to accept that they think I'm a murderer. It's fine. True crime is really doing some things. Well, I think the thing I've learned is they're not going to catch you for a long time. So have some fun on the run. What? No. What if you don't run fast? That's not what on the run means, Victoria. What do you mean? Uh, On the run means you're hiding from the law. It's just a a phrase that we adults use to talk about running away from the law. I'm like really into the conversation. And then you throw these curveballs and I'm like, where did we go? Another thing that this list says of top life lessons we've learned from watching true crime documentaries is don't start your day like any other. Yeah, another, that, that's <laughs> the stalking thing. Another common intro to a murder mystery is to explain that the day in question was just like any other regular day <laughs> and nothing seemed out of the ordinary. If you find yourself having a run-of-the-mill start to your day, worry about it. You're about to get murdered. Mix it up. Yeah, have your coffee after you brush your yeah. teeth and then you'll be okay. Take the long way to work. A whole different way. Maybe ride a bike so they don't. They know you're not in your car today. Something like that. Mustache for that one. So pretty lady. That's a video that's going viral on TikTok of a little girl chanting "Daddy, Daddy, Daddy" that's showing up at the daycare. It's the Jubal Show, and are you a good friend or are you a bad friend? A lot of people might think that they're a good friend, but they might not be, because a list is going viral that an expert, a relationship expert, just released online of the new rules for being a good friend online. What? Uh-oh. Like on social? Mm-hmm. I mean, just, yeah, everywhere. So are you a bad friend if you're not a good friend on social? I would think so. Well, what Don't we you live on social? It? Don't you always just sit there and say, if it didn't happen if you didn't have a picture of it? You do say that to me a lot. Victoria does say that a lot, yeah. yeah. So, this is awkward. Jubal, you want to go Let's go, Jubal. And... Let's start it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you want to go over the list of the new rules of being a f- good friend online. The first thing this relationship expert says is that in the comments, HBD doesn't cut it. Mm. I, I, agree, so, I agree with that. Not if you haven't texted them. What does HBD mean? Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, I just spell it out because I'm a good friend, Victoria. But you should also call them because I think also leaving a comment is not enough. Yeah, I agree. It's a no for me on the call. It says, what? Yeah. When it comes to engagement on birthday posts, nearly 55% of people will say something more inspired than a plain fire emoji or congrats. Who's this congrats? Who's this alive. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> We're going over a list of the ways to be a better friend online. And this next one says, ask permission to post a photo. It's the least you could do. I agree with that. 100%. Oh, I never do that. Friends don't let friends look ridiculous online. <laughs> 
I feel like I always look ridiculous online, and I always think my friends look pretty. Well, my, that's really nice of you. My thing is this on this list so far. Uh, I don't really have friends that post about their own birthday, because why would you do that? And I also don't have friends that would care if I posted any pictures of them. Are we not friends? Do you know that for sure, Producer Ooh. Brad? Because yeah. they might care. You might have just posted a picture of them, and then... Well, you, you might be right. I, I guess I don't post pictures of anyone else, really, except for my daughter. Huh. And I put an emoji over her face. Good to know. We we're not are, friends. And we are friends. We are friends. But I think we're talking about outside the coworker world. Plus, in this room, we all approve all the photos like nine times anyway. I never. Not usually. I usually see pictures and go, oops, well, I wish somebody would ask me if that could be posted. I don't ever ask permission to post photos of my friends. I should probably. I mean, yeah. I'm sure nice. there's some that they don't want posted, right? Well, it's pretty. Yeah. my One of my friends from a weekend, we were out just a couple weeks ago. I just saw the picture that she posted of us. My eyes are like half open. <laughs> but she looks great, right? She yeah. looks great. <laughs> yeah. so I've been in a lot of photos like that. I'm like, what? Could you at least Photoshop some eyes on me or do something very, with me, please? Like an AI like, version do you of care me. about me one bit? It's really funny. Did I'm you post that on purpose that. just because you wanted me to look like that? Yes. <laughs> I wish I didn't care so much. <laughs> Hello, Nikki. Hi. Hey, what's up? Do you are you a good friend online or not? Okay, I'm the best friend online, actually. <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, why is and that? And the reason is, well, okay, so you're going to think this is like, whatever, not great on paper, but you'll see why it's great. So I... Um, stay with me. I Stay with me. I follow like all of my friends' exes online. Why? Um, like on Instagram. And Did you follow because, them? Do you go follow them after somebody breaks up? Or you've already no, followed them, but you just like, don't unfollow? I, yeah, exactly. Okay. I just don't unfollow. Um, because that way it's like under the radar, like they probably don't even know that I'm still following them. Um, but I'm able to get like the dirt and the tea and then I can sort of like go back to my friends and be like, oh my God, did you know that like Brad grew mutton chops and looks disgusting now? Like you dodged a bullet. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. I was going to say so, like, so, so this is healthy, choice. but yeah. So you just basically spy on their exes and then report yeah. back to them. You do espionage. Exactly. You're, fr- you're the espionage exactly. in your friend group. The espionage person. <laughs> I would say that's a good title, yes. Okay. Every friend group has one. Have you ever found out any really, yeah. really good dirt on an ex? Um, I've definitely seen, like, evidence of, like, not, I, I guess, like, guys starting to date someone else, like, a few days after the breakup. Um, I don't want to know that Mostly stuff. by watching. Yeah. What? I don't want to know that That stuff. was going to be my question. How much information do you have that your friends just don't want to know at this point? Oh. You have, like, well, a whole it library. On, it depends yeah. on... Totally. I do actually have a spreadsheet. I'm not going to lie. But it depends on the friend that I'm dealing with. So, like, some friends are like, give me the tea. And some friends are like, please don't. And so, you know, depending on, you know, if a friend wants to know if her ex is, like, dating someone new within a few days, like, I'll obviously tell her. If she doesn't want to know, I won't. There are some people that would consider you not a good friend for continuing to follow those people, right? Some people want you to, if you go through a breakup, they just automatically... Or if they go through a breakup, they automatically want you to unfollow their significant other, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. and if your if friend asks, sides. and if your friend asks you to do it, you do it. No. Yeah, and then also, no, like, why I appreciate <laughs> Nikki that you're trying to be a good friend. I will say, if somebody was following that person and I was trying to protect myself, and they said, "Hey, do you want to know?" Of course, I want to know. Should I know? No, I shouldn't know. <laughs> oh. No, I shouldn't see. You shouldn't be feeding this delusion. You know. So I have strong feelings on that. It's really hard to not follow like what people are doing online after a breakup. I've I've always not done it, even though it's hard. I will just not look. 
I always look. I know. Most people do, right? Good for you to have willpower. That's pretty impressive. (laughs) Yeah, I think I just realized one day, because I did, I actually used to look at one point in my life, and I was like, this is hurting me more than anything, so Mm -hmm. I'll just not look. And if it becomes a problem, then I will just unfollow and block them so that I that I won't have a choice right and yeah. I don't have any troll accounts so I can't go you know, I know people do that right they're like I blocked them so I now I won't look but then also my troll account is not blocked so I can go check it out with that one but do you care if your friends still follow no I don't ever ask people to pick sides it's like whatever you know um Nina's the complete opposite I don't ask people to pick sides I just will pick sides if my friends ask me to yeah, yeah. oh That's yeah fair. if somebody asks me I would unfollow somebody but most of the time, it's just like, I don't, whatever. I don't know if that makes me a good friend or a bad friend, but we're going over the list of how to be a good friend <laughs> online. The new rules of how to be a good friend. It says your friends might actually hate your memes. What? Yeah. <laughs> I believe that. 73% of respondents to this poll will simply like a meme to show that they saw it, but they don't actually look at it. So if you're posting memes thinking your friends are laughing at it, they're not. They're just liking it, so you think that they saw it. And then scrolling past it. I have a friend who's got about nine unanswered memes in my inbox on Instagram right now, and I just heart every one of them. I haven't seen most of them. Oh my gosh, me too. Like, also the friends that send you like eight videos a day between Instagram and TikTok and go, did you see that? And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, no, Victoria, I did not see that. (laughs) Victoria does that. Victoria does that a lot. No one watches my videos. I watch them. I I do do. watch them. My TikTok videos? Yes. I don't believe you. Months later sometimes, but I still watch them. I do. I do. But I do have one friend, though, that I constantly tell them that I've watched it and I never have and then I'll be talking to them on the phone and they'll be like what'd you think of it and I'm like oh yeah it was hilarious and they're like that was like a serious news clip (laughs) yeah it's funny why they're doing that right (laughs) Bean Dad The Dress 30 to 50 Feral Hogs if you knew what any of those were you spend too much time online and hey I do too 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Monday, the Fresh Prince uses the ultimate baby bait. But does he hook the wrong girl? I'm getting the last word! Oh, no, you not! Oh, yes, I am! Then on an all-new Blossom. You are great. Is Blossom <laughs> cheating on Benny? I just don't want you going near this guy. I'm physically attracted to you. It's good enough for me. Fresh Friends Blossom Hour, NBC Monday. Every iconic show has their wacky cast of characters, and the Jubal Show is no different. Why, we've got everybody's drunk Aunt Nina. <laughs> Aww. Oh, sorry, I had okay. your microphone off on accident. <laughs> Hi. Everybody's drunk Aunt Nina. When her head isn't in the cupboard creating a new recipe, her head is in the gutter. <laughs> That's accurate. Then there's everybody's younger sister, Victoria Ramirez. Hi. When her head's not in the clouds, her head is in your diary laughing at all of your deepest thoughts. <laughs> then, also accurate. There's the quirky neighbor kid who lives next door and drops by once in a while, our digital director, Gabby. What's up? Who knows where her head is at? One thing's for sure, it's always a welcome break from the madness. <laughs> and then there's Brad. He's a dad. Hi. And he's our producer. And his head is usually in the clouds as well because he's thinking about flying. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's me. I'm Jubal. Who knows what I'm doing? But it's time to check in with the Jubal show and go around the room and find out what's up with us. Nina, what's going on with you this week? Well, it's funny that you brought up recipes. So last week I told you guys that I kind of feel like I'm a ratchet Martha Stewart. Turns out it runs in the family. What do you mean? So I was babysitting my niece this weekend, and we were just playing in the kitchen. I needed to keep her busy, so I gave her some flour, some water, and some other random things. She's grabbing parsley, salt, coconut, whatever. She makes this loaf. She's like, I want to bake it. It's bread. I know it's bread. I want to bake it. She's six. She'll be seven this weekend. We put it in. We taste that bread. Yo, it was legit. What? Yeah. I don't know what she was doing. She's just playing with all different kinds of stuff, and she made some, like, magic bread. I was like, you know what? Martha Stewart's niece is bomb. Ratchet Martha Stewart's niece is bomb. <laughs> I was like, wait. You're actually related to Martha no, Stewart? No, no, wait. I, I, missed, I missed a step. But I was so proud of her. I was like, oh, my gosh. Aww. I don't have a kid, but you're just like me. You're a brave woman, Nina. You're a brave so, woman. I love her. That's exciting. I love her so much. Aw. Victoria, what's going on with you this week? I have a, what is it, a bone to pick? Is that what it's called? Sure. Yeah, okay, great. You I got love- a bone to pick, huh? Yes. <laughs> With? That sounds funny. With Steve Madden. Because <laughs> Steve I- Madden, the shoe guy? <laughs> yes. Uh-oh. Because I ordered some boots and they came in all scuffed up. And then I called the lady right now, not right now, 
It was right now. It, it was, was just a little bit. Oh, that's who you're talking to in the hall? Seriously? Victoria was on the phone in the hallway, and I was about to be, I was about to give you crap and be like, what are you doing right now? Customer service or something? Like, you know, yeah, she was. She was on the phone what? about her new shoes. <laughs> okay. It just made me so mad because the lady told me my two options. You told on yourself right now. <laughs> I'll deal with that later. <laughs> the, two la- the lady gave me two options. One, that I could either just... Like, she's going to ship the boots, but they could just not come to me. Or that they'll come to me, but not in great quality. What? I'm like, why are you telling me that they're coming? They're going to come in not great quality? And she's like, well, we're, like, really low on stock. And I was like, so you're telling me the stock you do have is low quality? And she's like, ma'am, so do you want me to ship them to you? Or do you want a partial refund? Oh, I was like, weird. how do I not even get a full refund if I want the refund? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why. Do you want a partial refund or do you want crappy shoes? That's really all we do. Was it from the Steve Madden official site yes, or something? I what? swear. It's not it's a not Craigslist? Like Zappos or something? I don't know what that is, but no, it's not. Even Nina on saw my on my computer, the thing popped up. I did see that, but I also know what Zappos is. But yeah, that was weird. Yeah, that's yeah, what I, I said. Zappos. I was pissed. So anyways. <laughs> you would expect that from Facebook Marketplace, not the, <laughs> right. the actual... Steve Madden. Yeah. I was really hurt. But then I came in and I was like, okay, time to work. <laughs> All right. Thanks for covering. Oh, hey, everybody. Look, it's our digital director, Gabby. She decided to drop by. Hello. Hey, Gabby. Hi. <laughs> What's up? What have you been up to? Um, I tried golf this weekend. Ooh, how'd oh. it go? Yeah, Ooh. it didn't go well, but... <laughs> but it was still fun. Did you make it into the hole? Uh... Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good Saturday night. I love that you just said, I tried golf. Like, I tried playing golf. I tried, golfing. you know, whatever. Yeah. Golfing. Yeah. I tried golf. I did I tried the golf. thing. <laughs> what was the hardest part about it? Um, Hitting the ball. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very good breakdown of golf, Gabby. <laughs> and the ball kept going in the water. <laughs> so I had to keep trying to fish it out. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> That is funny. You got videos of that? Uh, I think I think I have one. Yeah, oh, good. yeah, I'll show you. Yeah, <laughs> we'd love to see that. You should post it in a story on our social media. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it up. I'll put it up. Digital director. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, producer Brad, what's up with you this week? Well, last weekend I went to a uh, leadership uh, thing. That you guys all made fun of me, but oh, yeah. we didn't make fun of you. We just chuckled. And so uh, it was funny because I was in this leadership thing and I thought of Victoria like two different times because it's actually about leading children, you know, Uh, and really. Yeah, and one of the things was progressive discipline, and it's like it's like t- talking about how to progressively discipline someone from like the initial conversation through the email through the the official. Like, it was just funny because I feel like you and I just go round and round, and it's just lots, lots of fun. And so now I know how to better serve you as as someone. You uh, couldn't say that it was to train adults. You it's had not to say though. Children? It's called training leaders of cadets for training children twelve to eighteen. I'm 23. I know. I was as surprised as you are that you fit so well into these descriptions of these young people. So how do you progressively discipline somebody? What do you, what do, you do, Producer Brad? Yeah, the first thing is just having a gentle conversation. You know, just okay. have a gentle conversation. Say, hey, Victoria, maybe we don't take customer service calls mid-work. You know? Okay. And then, and then maybe her behavior continues. And so then it's like, hey, go throw that in an email. You know, and You're then put it in an email. Yeah, let's put it in an email on round two. You know, and then talk to their parents. 
You know, make sure we bring their parents <laughs> in on the email. I think that's a great idea. Oh, in the email. I think yeah. it's a great idea. We call Victoria's Jubal. parents and see. <laughs> Don't even. That's a great idea. Let's call Victoria's mom. <laughs> Patty's a b- very busy lady, okay? Leave Patty is a busy lady. And oh. then we demote them after that. We okay, demote. and then demotion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Whoa, easy oh, there. Hey, listen, I'm going to make a service call. <laughs> I just wanted to go back to Gabby real quick in the golf thing. Uh-huh. Um, I just want to see, if was this you on the golf course? We got a Karen on the golf course right now. <laughs> after I don't give you a chance. You haven't seen this video. I'm going to take your clubs. I'm not going to find on a golf course. I'm going to stand here and you two will play. Goodbye. You took her ball. You took her ball. Bro, you took her ball. Dude, I'm not going to fight you. Because I'll fancy you, Walter. Now get off the cart. Walter. Here's Gabby Walter. coming up. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh. This is the heaven. Do you want to test God? You come get it. That's Gabby hey, freaking out on a golf course. It's Someone hard to find those balls, okay? Her ball. If you haven't seen the video of this guy freaking out on a golf course, it might be my favorite video of the year. Yeah. It's, you can check it out on our social. But the guy rips off his shirt, and he has... He actually flexed his muscles and got smaller, <laughs> which was weird. <laughs> yeah. He tried. Like, how did you do that? He said, you want to test God? Come get it. <laughs> you got a Karen on the golf course right now. After I don't give you a damn thing. Yeah. I'm going to take your clubs. Take it. Then leave. I'm not getting a fight on a golf course. I'm going to stand here and you two complain. Goodbye. You took her ball. Please don't get to We're coming over here. You took her ball. Dude, I'm not going to fight you. Because I'll fancy you, Walter. Now get off the cart. Walter. Walter. Oh, here we go. Walter. Oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> you see there? Oh. You've been to heaven. Do you want to test God? You come get it. <laughs> oh, you think I'm going to I know you. Gabby always seems so nice. Hey, man. But I did see you do that in the office the other day, too, where someone asked you about something. You're like, you are just gone. Come get it. Bean Dad. The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do, too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week, we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 